0: a lot of people who have a wrong idea of what supernatural means. You see, supernatural definitely means out of this world, out of the natural order of things. Some might even say a suspension of natural laws or something that is above what we know to be natural. So for example, um, if I throw something up and beyond every law of let me let me explain this way if a helicopter hangs in the air that is not supernatural why because there are mechanics that that are in place that is making it defy the laws of gravity for a while but if I throw this up and it hangs and there's nothing, no, no rotor, nothing, it just stays. Some of you will be like, you know that is supernatural. Because there was, there's nothing natural that is keeping it in the air. Am I making sense, please? Now, the, the problem is a lot of people now think that supernatural is, or supernatural always means spectacular jesus i hope you know that jesus told them break bread and share. the reason why you know only few people would have known that that was a miracle and i'll tell you why because they were um, how many thousand men talk to me now how many thousand men five thousand. five thousand men that's on one occasion on another occasion it was four thousand men but on one occasion where it was five thousand men where he used five loaves of bread and two fish right? Those that were probably at the back did not know that it was five loaves and two fish that was broken and was shared among the different people. They probably did not know. But the apostles would have known because it was in their hands that the multiplication was happening. How? Then as they kept on breaking the bread, the bread, and the reason why they knew how much the miracle even was, was because at the end, they said they gathered up the remaining and saw that there were 12 baskets full. I've said this many times that if you read through the prophecies of scripture, they look as natural as can be. What do I mean by that? The Bible itself, if you remove God from the Bible, apologetically speaking, the Bible is a... If you remove God from the Bible, the Bible is, a, is still an accurate historical piece. Am I making sense? Yes, it's still an accurate historical piece if you remove God from it. But we begin to see that um, many of the things that happened, a prophet would have spoken them forth. So for example, um, the king had a dream and then he saw, you know, and um, 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 what's the name now? Pray six hours for 21 days. Half of your questions will be answered now I'm not saying pray 6 hours for 21 days but please do if you can, it's good exercise he said half of your question will be answered because we are young people most of our questions as I said 6 hours, now somebody said 30 minutes I'm struggling most of our questions are mostly purpose related, work with God related, career life and all those things, if you spend time with God most of those questions, there will just be a knowing that will be breathed on your insight on what to do But many times, with a catch cruise, we're lazy. But yes, so many times, I get a lot of people asking me things about their work with God. Go and ask God. But then, always having dreams about this thing consistently, well, pray about it. Talk to God. Lord, are you talking to me? And then again, there's a reason why dreams are not always reliable. It may just mean that you had a bad meal. Because our soul has a lot. The, The truth is, when you you know, I was, I, was, I was in a boat yesterday and the guy was playing radio and then they were talking of security in Lagos and someone called in and said they should give the police ammo tank. I said, you have watched plenty of action film. That's your problem. Armor tank on the streets of Lagos. Ideally, the police is not even supposed to carry assault rifles on the streets. It's a hazard. It's a hazard. You now say they should put ammo tank. Issues so a lot of people many times um when they watch something so much they not get stuck in their head they not have it see i prefer people to just say i see the girl i like the girl like feel am," that's just come and say ah i saw her i went to pray i had the dream the lord showed me three times showed her a wedding gown <laughs> relax <laughs> i'm not saying god does not lead when it comes to relationship I'm just saying, don't use God to lie. Don't use God to just convince yourself of what you want. Are you listening to me? That's by the way. All right, are we back online? I can't see you are behind the light. I'm not saying God does not sorry, oh, sorry, church. oh, no that's so. Can you hear me? Oh, all right. Thank you. Okay, praise God. Uh huh. What, what? Anyways, the supernatural life. The Christian life is supernatural, and this is what I mean. This is what I mean. Listen. So, a lot of people always attribute um, spectacular to supernatural. Can the supernatural be spectacular? Yes. Is the supernatural always spectacular? No. Let me tell you something. Too. A nudge by the Spirit of God weighs the same as a leading that is. A 14-hour vision for example because the truth of the matter is what makes leading worth it is not that you are led is that you obeyed are you listening to me yes. guys talk to me are you listening to me yes. you see um, ah, maybe I should talk about this see it does not matter I've, I've, I've seen people who, who they talk about their relationship for example and I know someone Ahead of someone who said he saw somebody he liked her he dated her he's married to her they have a son Baruch Hashem Adonai. and then you meet people who say they had visions dreams impressions open vision trance everything and the relationship did not work it's not because God did not speak it's because there are two human beings involved remember I spoke um, supernatural class January I thought about prophecy I said prophecy is reliable man is variable man changes the only way the relationship of you know a, even if God confirms a relationship he can still end and I'll tell you I don't this is too early in the teaching for me to be talking about this but even if God confirms a relationship he can still end except you are dating Jesus. Even if you are dating Jesus, you can misbehave and he will break up with you. <laughs> I'm joking. Jesus will not. Amen. Amen. Amen oh. Amen. Anyways, the Christian life is supernatural. And what I mean by this is, 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 let me tell you something very simple. Some of us, we probably got saved and then when we got saved, we didn't have any, let me, let me, by show of hands, show, um, have you ever heard someone talk of their salvation experience and you felt intimidated? Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Or maybe someone talked about when they got filled with the spirit. They said 19th of January 2005 by 11 p.m. I was on my knees. And you you cannot even remember how you just know you speak in tongues. Right? And because of, listen, let me also say something. The the what makes tongues efficacious is not the depth of the syllables. Is that it is from the spirit of a born again man. So a lot of people, <laughs> I've been to places to be minister and I see somebody coming up to me and there's a the way he stands. I say, you are copying, Tio? And sit down. He now starts, he bono. <laughs> I say, I say, God, okay, when I'm seeing you, your prayer life no not match what you're trying to do. Stop it. Now, what makes tongues efficacious is not drama. And that's the problem. A lot of people rob ourselves of the genuine supernatural experiences we've had. Because we are trying to meet up to an image that is in our head. Are you listening to me, please? So, let me just tell you something supernatural, for example. Probably when you got born again, you... Before you... Raise your hand. Before you got born again, you found sermons boring. Hi now. Raise it high. Come on. Alright. Now, after you got saved you started enjoying listening to sermons and talking about the word of god if you're like me they called you a fanatic raise your hand are you aware that what happened there was supernatural there was it was not dramatic as in the lord did not appear you did not have a vision where angels put you down opened your heart remove one put put another one or they or you saw an angel juma angel juma he came with a fat syringe And the syringe was labelled Zoe, And then he injected into it. That did not happen. However, it does not make your supernatural experience less valid than another person's. Are you listening to me please? See, the Christian life is supernatural. If you are born again, what that means is you are born of the spirits. If you never have any other supernatural experience, that alone is enough for the rest of your life are you listening to me yes. so the christian life is supernatural it's supernatural listen the supernatural is not just in acts and when i say acts i mean doings do you know what i mean by doings a lot of people now if i say supernatural what comes to your mind is those of you here lift your hands touch are you not here this is what you'll be here no that's not just what, the supernatural is not just in act, the supernatural is in conduct. That's why, you know, when the Bible speaks of, um, the fruits of the spirit and the gifts of the spirit, both of them are outworkings of the same inward spirit. Are you with me? Yes, Guys, talk to me, respond. Are you with me? Yes, both of them are what? Outworkings of the same inward spirit. So, when you say fruits and you say gifts, they basically mean the same thing. They basically mean the same thing. It's just that they are used in different ways because of different contexts. But the gifts of the spirit are more supernatural and could be more spectacular. But the fruit of the spirit might be less spectacular, but they are spiritual nonetheless. So, Those two verses tell us something. That the things of the spirit are... uh, Help me, Jesus. I'm trying to look for the right words. The things of the spirit are not just done. They are lived. As a believer, your conduct is supernatural because your life, your heart has been changed. Praise Jesus. So, listen. I want you to shift your mind from... Um, the supernatural just being in the, the, the dead being raised um, devils being cast out and things like that shift your mind from just that and shift your mind to the in quotes little things when you sit down and then you that you had no patience for God amen you that you had no patience for God when you were probably young when you went to church you were looking at yourself and saying, when will they close I want to go home and but now you are the one that carry your leg and say i want to go to meetings and then you enjoy fellowship with the saints am i making sense please that is supernatural and the truth is if you don't place premium on things like that if you don't focus your mind on it like that you will look down on the seemingly supernatural experiences in your life because they are not spectacular. Listen, you are born of the Spirit. Your life has changed. And your life did not change just because you did something wrong or you did something right. Your life changed because you were born of a Spirit. Praise Jesus. Say that louder. Praise Jesus. Amen. There, you see, when it comes to spiritual growth, when it comes to spiritual growth, there is a way you can section your spiritual growth. And that's why Paul is speaking. And then Paul says, he, he says to the church at Corinth, you see, the church at Corinth, they, are, they were a very charismatic church they had the things of the spirit so much in abundance that they were misbehaving with it. They were doing the things of God outside the character of God. What key are you playing on? Huh? See? flat. flat. The song is coming to my head. So. They were doing the things of the spirit or the things of God away from the character of God. So we see that Paul now goes there and he tells them that, you know, you, you have the things of the spirit, you are doing fantastic stuff. However, I'm coming to you so that I may walk in you or I'm sending Titus to you so that Titus can walk the same grace that is a work in the Macedonian church in you. So the Macedonian church, they were poor, but they gave. In fact, Paul said they gave off their own selves. They were ready to give everything. They are deep po- You know, there is poverty and there is deep. Paul said their deep poverty are bounded onto liberality. That tells us that it's not, as I said this during supernatural class Mar- May last year. Supernatural class May last year. And I say it again. That verse basically tells us it's not people that not rich people that give. It's givers that give. How many of you have a rich uncle that has never given you anything? Yes, it's not rich people that give; it's givers that give. And there are people that are very rich, but if they are giving you five hundred, their hand will be shaking. So the Macedonian church—they were so poor, but they are unto giving. Now Corinth was a very rich city. Are you listening to me? Talk to me. Are you listening to me? Yes. Corinth was a very rich city. So it means that the people that were there, they most likely gave. So for example, if I plant a local church in Lagos mainland and I plant a local church, give me a name of a church. Make up a name of a church. Michael. Okay. So if I plant Triumphant Ministry mainland and I plant Triumphant Ministry B.I. You know B.I. Not V.O.B. Thank you. That's where I live. <laughs> triumphant Ministry BI. Now ideally um Triumphant Ministry BI they are offering is supposed to terminate suffering. Are you women are <laughs> Alright um but then the thing is this um Why do you feel like, you know, sometimes you're not doing, you feel unsettled? Is that what your question is? Well, the thing might just be that what exactly is the assignment? It might be an assignment thing. Like, even as you feel purpose, what exactly is the Lord telling you to do specifically? The thing is, they see, when a lot of people think of purpose, right, and then it says to know Christ and to make him known, a couple of people, their mind automatically goes to doing what I'm doing now. And it doesn't have to be however every believer is supposed to preach the gospel that's you're supposed to make god known are you listening to me you're supposed to make god known so even if you are a banker right when you are at the bank and you are doing your job you are at the same time supposed to find every opportunity to make jesus known to people are you listening in a way that they will not fire you okay you're supposed to because the truth is at work there is an um there's access to people you have that your pastor can never have there are people you will come across your pastor will never meet and then you are the one that is going to make jesus know so the truth of the matter is this i never really for example i never really used to find birthdays as a big deal but with each passing year my birthday has meant a lot to me why because my birthday has meant a lot to me because i have seen consistently that them. With, we, with each passing year, I look at the last year and I say, God, you have done me well. And when I say you have done me well, it's not because he has given me things that are extra. It's because I see that in his plan for my life, I have progressed. So, the truth is, um, an understanding of God's assignment and plan for your life will deal with many things. I really believe so. It will deal with many things like habits. It will deal with things like low self-esteem. It will deal with a lot of those things for a couple of reasons because one drive has been um, supplanted or has been superimposed on by another do you get what I'm saying so when it comes to why do you feel that way well maybe it's something to ask the Lord and say um, Lord and the reason for purpose is this when you say to know Christ and to make him know what that means is everything that you must do must have that end in mind irrespective of what it is you listening so you just have to ask the lord what exactly do you want me to do why am i feeling this way many times listen when you begin to feel a discomfort in your work with god go back to god and ask questions amen (coughs) praise god so spiritual growth can be segmented you know so the church at corinth anyways i was talking of triumphant ministry island right now those guys are the I, I was giving an example but don't worry time has gone those guys are the island of, of um, the ministry bi right those guys they are the up th- they are the upside of town so their offering is supposed to be uh the offering is supposed to be the first fruit <laughs> of the church because they are on the upside that's exactly what happened Maced- corinth was richer than macedonia So, for Paul to be writing to them, you see, I've been to different cities to hold meetings and I know that different cities have different characters. For example, in Lagos, we are hostile. It's just how, you cannot blame us. We don't trust you. If you've been robbed in Lagos, you will know why if you ask some people, excuse me, sir, they say, what? (laughs) Right? So, you know, Abuja folks, they are very, you know, chilled, but, and they are very, they don't have traffic. So they are so chilled and very warm and they, they are so laid back they can't be too laid back. But I'm moving to Abuja. I'm leaving you know. <laughs> I'm joking. Maybe. Anyways. So you see things like that but you see the church at Corinth they were so great. I mean spiritual gifts plenty but giving problem. The, but the church at Macedonia they were poor yet they gave. So, but Paul now said that you see this spiritual gift is good though. They're supposed to be other. But Titus is coming to add something. And that's what the Bible says in First Thessalonians. Paul is speaking. He said, I'm coming so that I may perfect what is lacking in your faith the job of a pastor, the job of a ministry gift is that he can gauge what exactly is lacking in your work with God and he can add to it. He can say alright, in your love work you are you, you know some but you don't know much. There needs to be another emphasis. In your charismatic gift, you are doing well but you can do even better. Your charismatic gift is working so well but um, um Unforgiveness is hot in your chest. So we need to touch on that now. Who understands everything I just said, please? Great. So in your walk with God, that's why you can find a lot of people who really love the Lord, really love the Lord, basking in the joy of the Lord in their charismatic ministry. They flow so well. But if you offend them, even if Jesus comes down, nothing is happening. Everybody knows somebody like that. Raise your hand if you know somebody like that. Or, and it doesn't just have to be unforgiveness anyways. It could just be that in their walk with God, something is off. And when I say something is off, I mean charismatics and all, they are doing well, but um, maybe they cannot but lie unprovoked. I know somebody like that. <laughs> and that's why you find a lot of people that will not say, but I thought you were a Christian. So there is no link between, for some people it's worse. There is no link between Sunday and Monday. For some people it's worse. That's what I'm trying to say. But the reason for that is because you can, you can, you can um, master the the glamour of spiritual growth you can master christianese you can master the way things are said so much so that you begin to have hardness of heart that the word of god is no longer able to entreat you are you listening to me that's why you get to find that there are a couple of people i've met people for example who they're dating this guy they're on the verge of breakup and the guy they both go to church they both love the lord but the guy is insisting that they must have sex but he loves the Lord. Anyways, you can find a couple of people who the word of God has not touched an area of their life. And the reason is because their word or their work with God is, is broken into sections. So you have to be that believer who. In your walk with god you can allow the word of god and treat any area of your life see the way it starts is by people having theological preferences meaning when it comes to the charismatic ministry i really like it but when it comes to this other part i'm not really a fan you must learn to love the whole counsel of god are you with me please you love the whole counsel of god But this is the great thing about Christianity. God is not just telling us to do, He has given us the ability to do. The Bible says in Philippians 2 13, He says, He's the one that is at. 2 12, 12 to 13. He's the one that is at work in you, both to what? Will and to do. In the new heart that has been given, you are not just told to do, you are given a, de- a heart that has a desire to do and an enablement to do. Do you understand what I just said? A heart to do has in the spirit within, a heart to do has been given and then the enablement to flow and follow with that heart has also been given. So listen, the Christian life even when it comes to conduct we don't just live righteously by ourselves, our righteous conduct is enabled supernaturally. That's why I usually say that the Holy Ghost is the engine of Christianity. The blessings that the Lord has given are domiciling the spirit within. Are you with me? A sign that you are righteous is that you have the Holy Ghost. A sign that when Jesus comes, you are going to be taken is that you have the Holy Ghost. Praise Jesus. It is by the Holy Ghost we also even walk miracles so also even in our conduct what is called the fruit of the spirit is because there is an engineering on your inside that has been done by the indwelling spirit there is something that is given off because he dwells there i can't remember i think it's the bad one i was teaching and i was explaining that in the bible when somebody had the spirit of infirmity the person definitely exhibited sickness do you understand what i just said why because um there were times when Jesus prayed for somebody that was sick and the person was healed, but then there were times when the person had the spirit of infirmity. When someone has a spirit of infirmity, so for example, many times um, there are times when people are sick. What they need is you lay hands and you say, "Be healed." The other times that when they are sick, you cast out a devil. There are many times that because if you pray for them to be healed when a devil needs to be cast out, they might feel better temporarily, but there will still be a problem. So also the same way, if someone has an unclean spirit, that you know we see that in the Bible where people that are mad and all those things, if the person has an unclean spirit, their are characteristics the person will exhibit. The, Christ, I see the person but if the person has spirit of infirmity infirmity would definitely be exhibited it is also the same way if because you have the holy ghost there are fruits that are not that show in your life because you have the holy ghost there are things in your work with god that show and that's why J. john who be bold to tell us. He will say if you hate your brother, you dwell in darkness until now. Are you listening to me? If you dwell if you hate your brother, you dwell in darkness until now. Because the man who is born of God loves Paul basically also speaking. In fact, reading through the epistles, we can say anybody who remains, dwells, and domiciles in sin is not born again. The Corinthian church, the guy who Paul said, Cast him out, sets that wicked person to the devil. Paul only used wicked for people who were unbelievers. So if the person is wicked, he should go to his daddy him away from the gathering of the saints a man who is born of the spirit will live a life consistent with the fruits of the spirit listen the fruits of the spirit are not things you do they are outworkings of the inward spirit and then the way you can grow in your charismatic gifts, the way you can grow in um, your, your giving culture and should grow is the same way that you must grow in, the, in exercising and exhibiting the fruit of the spirit. Shout it loud, amen. amen. It's the same way you must grow. Your work with God is not just seed in when you walk miracles and you do wondrous and wonderful things. It must be seen also. It must be seen also in um, 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 um it must be seen also in your conduct because your work with god is holistic it's not something where you can major on one part you must grow in every area of your work with god paul talking to the corinthian church he said grow in this grace also so he expected that while they ministered charismatic gifts and they grew there they must also grow in that giving grace also you don't pick and choose you grow growth spiritual growth is holistic if it's not holistic it will be like a mockery guys are you with me it will be like a mockery because in one area there is so much growth but another area is suffering and that's why devotion and exposure to the word of god must be right so a lot of people sometimes In their devotion, they make it seem like is it the word or is it prayer? Is none of is not is neither one of both? Both must go hand in hand. Praise the living Jesus. The believer, there is a working that has been done on his heart. There's a working that has been done in the life of the believer and that's why Paul consistently would then tell us he said yield your members Romans chapter 6 verse 13 Romans 6 13 let's read this one Romans 6 13 turn your Bible there if you're there read are you there Romans is after Deuteronomy Romans 6 are you there guys now talk to me are you there Romans 6.13, let's read it. KJV like a mass choir. One, two, go. No, now guys, come on. Let's read that again. One, two, go. As instruments of unrighteousness unto sin, but yield yourselves unto God as those that are alive from the dead and your members as instruments of righteousness unto God. See, the man who is born again is not hopelessly a slave to sin. The man who is born again has been made alive unto God. Therefore, that's why Paul will not just tell you, don't sin. He will say, yield your members. Be- why will he tell you to yield your members? Because you can. You cannot tell the man who is not born again to yield his members to righteousness. He can't. He is dead in sin. Are you listening to me? Yes, sir. He's dead in sin. He said, yield Neither yield ye your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin. Don't give them over as instruments of unrighteousness, but yield them unto God as those that are what? Alive from the dead. When the Bible speaks of leading, when the Bible speaks of leading, it actually meant it actually meant um, the giving of yourself or yielding of yourself to righteousness. Let's look at that. Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter
1: 8.
0: Anyways romans chapter 8 are you there guys please do we understand everything i've been saying so far all right let's read from verse 12. it says therefore brethren we are not debtors we are debtors not to the flesh to live after the flesh for if you live after the flesh you shall die but if ye through the spirit do mortify the deeds of the flesh ye shall what leave look at verse 14 for as many as are led by the spirit of God they are the what sons of God for ye have not received the spirit of adopt of bondage again to fear but you have received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry Abba father when he says you are not led and for as many as are led by the spirit of god they are the sons of god he's basically reiterating what he had said in verse 13 are you with me guys talk to me are you with me he's reiterating what he had said in verse 13 and what exactly was he saying in verse 13 in verse 13 he was saying that um we are not we are not debtors or we are not bound to live after the flesh which is the will of sin we are bound to god to live after the ways of righteousness so because that is how bound we are to god we are led by the spirit so him talking about being led by the spirit in this context is not about having two jobs and saying lord which one do i take being led by the spirit in this context is living is living a life of the spirit do you understand what i just said is living a life of the spirit i.e choosing the way of god or choosing the way of the spirit by the spirit mortifying the deeds of the flesh is the same thing in this context as being led by the spirit guys are you being blessed please because some of you are looking at me like that (laughs) let's look at it again galatians chapter 5 galatians chapter 5 another context in the epistles where being led was used. All right. I was reading and it struck me for the first time. I think it's Genesis 2.24. He said both of them were naked and not ashamed. And Paul quoted it. And when Paul quoted it in um, First Corinthians, the immediate context was sexual relations. God made sex. God, God made, somebody's face has changed now. Sex? Yes. God made sex sex is god's idea but the one who, or who designed it also gave it a context by which it must be manifested say manifested i can just say some of, some of you are comfortable with what i'm saying because i said sex joke <laughs> there's a context Scientifically speaking, I think when you have sex, I think um, uh, there's a hormone that the lady secrets that makes her feel bonded to the person that she just had sex with. That should tell us that sex, it was only supposed to go with a commitment. You can break up a relationship, but God's design is that you don't break up a marriage. Now, personally, of course, personally, I really believe that there are excuses when there are issues of violence. When there are issues of violence, take a step back. God rather wants you alive. But, many times, even, I, I find that our generation, we have a fickle idea of what commitment is. Why did you break up? It got boring. Are you under a spell? I stopped feeling. In our parents' time when people were committed to one another, it was serious. It's we don't see that it's a problem when in two years you've been in five relationships. It's a problem. Somebody should call you and say, For one year, don't like anybody, let nobody like you. It's a problem. Praise Jesus. Conversation part of the. Listen, I'm just giving you things to think about. A fruit of your spirit is called what? Faithfulness. Say faithfulness. Amen. Say it again. Shout it one more time. Faithfulness. faithfulness is a fruit of your spirit. I was talking to a friend, and you know, we we're talking about something, and it, it dawned on me. You no, know, I was at a there was a Valentine movie thing, and I was watching it, and as I was watching it now there are many movies that go like this right? you know um, Pastor Pastor Aaron he shared a few and I'm going to continue with this with these ones you know he started by talking about uh, um, Snow White you know a guy, it does not matter how you think about it, a guy sees a corpse and kisses her that's necrophilia that's what it's called you know the reason why a lot of us have not talked about it is because it's just a story it has sounded sweet so you've not really reasoned it like ah it didn't make sense so, you know there's snow white there's beauty and the beast she saw a wild a brute beast she fell in love she didn't know he was going to change to a guy in fact it was after the last rose petal fell and she kissed a beast that he changed it's the same way that movies and society have been feeding us with junk. I hope you know 10 years ago, the gay conversation was an abomination. Now we are considering it. In fact, there are progressive churches. Churches that are built around this and they have a Queen James version. I'm not joking. I am actually not joking. It's a queer Bible. The Queen James version. They are here. Yeah it's a queen james version now there's that um now think about this i was watching the movie and i thought about it and I, as i was talking to my friend she was i was telling her i said see this thing is a problem she, and i told her the storyline and she was like how many of us have watched this movie called well, online i don't give them cheap publicity but this is the movie the guy had an accident or he was hit by a car and Then, as he was hit by a car, she was dating somebody before. Are you listening to me, please? Guys, pay attention. Are you listening to me? Yes, sir. Say it one more time. Are you listening to me? Yes, sir. She was dating somebody, huh? As she was dating someone, um, you know, her boyfriend was a douche in coach, he was not having time for her, he was not treating her well. etc. Then she started dating someone else, guys. Hey, She started dating who? Someone else. And then as she was dating someone else, um, (laughs) got that big. No, no. She didn't break up with the boyfriend. They were still dating. But she got a job where she was caring for a guy that had an accident and he was immobile. You know the movie already. So, she started falling for the guy. Calm down. She started falling for the guy And then she cuddled the guy and they started licking lips. They started kissing. And we think about it. You just watch the movie and... (laughs) But you know what that is called? Cheating. Love the other guy, but break up first. If you want to break up. If you cannot fix your issues. And because we are watching it, you know, someone was telling me that she... She said all her uncles are cheating. All. She said the last one that is not married, the last one said, please, there's a reason I'm saying this. I'm going somewhere. And if you've cheated before, don't feel bad. I'm not judging you. Do better, but there's something... Of course, I'm sure you've made up your mind to better, but there's something I'm heading to. She said all her uncles have cheated. And the last one that has not gotten married yet, he was thinking, ah he said that uh, he has not finished enjoying he's about in his 30s or so he has not finished enjoying so he wants to uh, the older one told him that "Uh, -uh, that Mary says you will continue later now a lot of us are shocked because I'm spelling it out like this many of us know many movies we've watched and we thought we were cute but if you check the storyline well Somebody cheated. Some of us are now deeply reflecting our movie choices. And it's not cute, it's problematic. You see, with our generation, that everything is cruise, there's a serious problem. You don't know it's a problem when we continually joke about things like, don't let your boyfriend stop you from meeting your husband. They were arguing. They said the boyfriend, they were dating, the the uh, um, pastor said, if you're trusting God for a life partner, come. Her boyfriend was beside her. She went out. And they said, they were not thinking, did she do wrong? As we are going out, our relationship has gone with Because it's not funny. And can I tell you something? As we are cruising with all these things, it's just mm-hmm. entering your mind and now there's some, there's some there, are, there there are things called open marriages if it's open it's not a marriage it's a, it's a, it's a paradox oh, is it oxymoron there's a, there's a figure of speech they call it two unlikely terms side by side oxymoron oxymoron yeah and if it's a marriage it cannot be open You know, I heard a man of God say one of the most profound things I've heard on sex. He said, God's plan is that two novices explore their bodies for the rest of their lives. God's plan is that two novices explore their bodies for the rest of their lives. God's plan is that two novices explore their bodies for the rest of their lives. It's satanic. See, a lot of us are saved, but we have worldly mindsets let the word of god enter you today remember at the beginning of teaching i said if the bullet comes in your direction don't dodge it receive it receive it this unforgiveness many of you are still struggling with it may be the reason your marriage may end though you've not thought about it seriously like that before i will come back to that please let me give me a pen let me write this down so i won't forget you see i know someone who he was walking somewhere and married men were telling me don't you change your oil sometimes it's a problem and then you hear ridiculous things like if you are eating beans won't you eat rice sometimes Is wrong Is wrong see can i listen in the next 10-20 years will be hard marry a believer don't just have you know gone are the days where you say i want my wife to be a prayerful person now the ai of evil has improved they've changed ios you better pray too see my children from now you go on your knees call all their names you say you will have sense man talk about i will give that to a boy that is male daddy there's a way I feel this. I say bring your head say he must let you go can I tell you something listen 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 God's plan and the reason I hope you know if we follow God's plan of abstinence we will not have absent fathers we will not have absent mothers abortion will not be a problem abortion will not be a problem Say this. It's fine if they drag me after this meeting. See, if we follow God's plan on marriage, the toxic femininity will not need to be a problem, and the toxic masculinity and evil sides of patriarchy will also not need to be a problem. I don't understand how a man beats his wife. You're supposed to love her as Christ loves the church and give. So you should be. You should love your wife to the point of death so how do you beat her how does that work if we follow the bible's pattern on love submission then submitting to one another in love will be fine i saw a lady she said she put on her face she said this is the this is the summary of my for those who are new here to our twitter account this is the summary of my post I'm a feminist and I hate men I used to know, I know a lot of believers who used to identify as feminists but they can't anymore because feminism has become something else that lacks a definition, it's no longer about just women rights or women's subjugation, it's now evil, it's about hating men the most part this do you agree that these are conversations that need to be had so anyways there's some yes he was talking of sex he said that god's plan is that two novices if and that's why people now bring conversations like sexual compatibility if you've never had sex before how do you know what compatibility is he said how do you now you or some of us have satanic mindsets like please pay attention don't press your phone pay attention some of us have satanic mindsets like when you are getting married you are caging yourself he said explore life first then after exploring life you now settle down are you Gary That's not who we are we have found all of our pleasures in him don't find we are not hedonistic we are not hedonistic we don't engage and indulge in all our pleasures we are born again so there are vices that are rampant in society that are not for you i put up something online one time and somebody saw it and he said he was angry but he thought that the holy ghost told him are you angry or you are convicted i said fight my battle let me hold my peace lord I put on my seat. I said, Don't be deceived. Not all of us are watching porn. Not everybody must stop. Not every. Somebody said, Who is with me? No fornication November. I said, You came late. <laughs> uh, you came late. We well, have not been fornicating before. You came late. Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost which is in you? Paul said, How can you take the temple of God and join it with a harlot? He said every other sin a man commits is outside his body, but the sin of sexual immorality, he sins against his own body. If we followed God's design, many conversations will not need to be had. Are you with me? You agree with me that when sex enters, breaking up from toxic relationships becomes harder. And because of this, the 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 skewed image many people have because of the skewed image many people have that's why you find a lady who says she wants a man's man and who is a man's man somebody that slaps her once in a while we may laugh but there are people like that because they probably grew up with their dad subjugating their mother Every relationship dynamic is different. That I don't know this. I, I, I don't feel qualified to have a relationship talk. So, but listen, every relationship dynamic is different. The problem is comparison. Everybody's is the way you compare your work with God is the way you say in this relationship, they give flowers every day. You now start giving flowers, but your partner hates flowers. He says, Send me food. <laughs> but, anyways. If you've never had sex before, how do you know what sexual compatibility is? He said you must be sexually compatible. You do. How do you know the guy can do issues? How do you know what doing is if you have never done before? Because that's actually what God's plan was supposed to be. Any, I've spoken to a couple of married people and they say the same thing. They say the same thing like sex is compromise. The goal of marital sex, just like the goal of Christian marriage, is sacrifice for one another so the goal is for the husband to please his wife and for the wife to please her husband but then the man who is on just the way pornography is is the way sex is it's just to be satisfied and be fine and when i say i speaking to my people i mean christian married people please many of us are thinking i don't know i'm afraid of marriage you are following joro and you don't know there are pages that you must not follow you must, there are pages you must not follow. Where is your consecration? A friend of mine said he met one babe in a church and he said they were just talking and he said ah how you doing? The babe said she's really fine she's good. You know they were just vibing and he said okay give me your Instagram handle. She was an influencer. Yes it turn off for him. And then as he saw he saw this thing. He checked her phone. She is following no Christian page. He just slap his slippers and moved on. Peace. Is, do you think what I'm saying is needless or I should move on? God's plan is to nobility. So any two human, God made man and woman to be together. So two people who are definitely emotionally they emotionally go together and they are committed to one another. If they decide to give their bodies to themselves, they will flow. Don't let anybody tell you you must test the waters before you enter. That is why remember the thing I said that when a lady sleeps with a guy, she releases a hormones that make her feel connected to the guy, right? Right? That's why many people who are friends with benefits they end up falling for the person they are they are benefiting from. And the person is like, but we said these benefits. Are you listening to me? You are a child of God. Praise God. The light the light is about to go up for a bit. My best not to be very upset. They want to top up the fuel, uh, diesel. Where did they even get diesel from? Black market. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just upset. <laughs> Praise God. It's fine. Anyways, if they want, if they turn up the gen, we can just have a conversation. Spending when he comes back on, we finish the teaching. We worship. We pray. I think it's important. We pray. Don't you think so? We worship. We pray. But anyways, um, I was watching a documentary. How many of us know Jubilee on YouTube? Jubilee, raise your hand now. Just him. Where is he? Why are you doing like this? If I want to give you money now, Jubilee, they have this thing called middle ground. You know about him. So I was watching this ones of sex workers and virgins. Right? I see what turns people on and I say is perverseness. Bar- bar- vastness. That is doing you. One of we she likes she was she was walking I don't have to explain Explain. she was walking in front of camera and then the guy was stepped on her face while walking on her stepped on her face so what is what you're walking what that's your business and then the other person who was in virgin there was like and she was like you see your face he said I understand your face he said but for me I was in heaven she said for her she was in heaven and the reason can I tell you something listen let me everybody hear me don't underestimate the perverseness in the human soul I hope you know if you give yourself to the flesh you will amaze yourself in righteousness you will, be, you will step out of yourself and say ah I shock me How many of you, wait, let me ask, let me do it. How many, there was a time, there were months you were struggling to pray, and Satan brought opportunities, and you were amazed that you shot yourself, raise your hand. My hand is up, cause, raise your hand. If you don't pray, you will partner with the devil. (laughs) It's true. You will give place to the devil. Some of us are very upset now, so are you now saying, yes, don't have sex in relationship. Stop having sex. It's God's plan that sex be in the confines of marriage are you saying we should not live together don't live together don't live. go home go to your house go home there are many conversations we have about abortion and we say it's a clump of cells no it's not it's an... drag me I don't care they say but it is her body but it's not just her body it's another life if it was just her body it's fine but she's carrying another life so it make it make sense if I punch a pregnant woman and she loses the baby I'm charged for mother but a woman who does abortion is taking his health care no now the major problem is just responsibility nobody wants to take responsibility some of us are probably listening to us you like me but you're angry So you don't know what you are feeling exactly. Just come see. Take it in. Receive it. Take it. Thank God we stand by praying. God's word first, my feelings. (laughs) What? Hey, God, I beg. The great word of knowledge is amazing. I'm hearing some people's thoughts on this funny. (laughs) You are not safe. For here. Start prophesying now. It could shock you. I said all that to say this. Allow God's word make you wise. Allow God's word make you wise. A fruit of your spirit is faithfulness. The man in Christ does not have a side cheek. Say amen. The man in Christ loves his wife like Christ loves the church. Say amen. Many of us, many of the things you are doing now is what you will do in marriage. Is what you will do if if and I started by saying this the unforgiveness you are still dealing with, it may end your marriage. You are very unforgiving, you refuse, you hold on to it, hold on to it, hold on to it until you realize that you are living with a stranger because you've hold on to heart for three years. The thing with unforgiveness is we forget our own feelings and amplify that of another person. like I said, I've spoken to married people and many of them, they, re- they said that s- sex in marriage is supposed to please the other. I was talking to a, ma- a married man and he said he is most pleased when his wife is pleased. Because that's in, in, in Christ, you serve those you love. Are you with me? Because that was Christ's greatest expression of his love towards us service. Praise God though. Are we tired? Please sit up, everybody. You said, and you know, I was watching uh, Pastor Joshua Kestner. I, I saw his thing. He said, Married women reach out to him that their husbands are struggling with porn. So, somebody might say, I can be using porn to hold body before I get married. It's not true. If we're going to make the most of life, we're going to live life the way he said it. I hope you know the instructions that God gives is for our good. i've seen many people who have because of unforgiveness you see that they open doors to evil spirits in their life when paul was speaking and he said give no place to the devil or when he said let the devil have advantage over the context of it was unforgiveness so when we are unforgiving satan can have an advantage You can be a man of God and still be an agent of the devil from time to time. Means that you are opening a door for Satan to misbehave. Because you've given him an advantage. Say advantage. Like I said, that's why God's word must renew our minds. A lot of us are saved, but their mindset that need to you see, you'll be amazed how many people are saved. But somewhere in their mind, if you chop rice, you go chop beans, it's still there. That example I gave you'll be amazed how some people are saved but holy ghost help me trying to remember this Um, there are people who they are saved but they believe they have this belief of um, um, I'm trying to put lay it down this is the common one You are dating somebody, but you have no intention of being with them. That's wicked. Don't do that. Or you are enjoying emotional commitment from somebody. You you are enjoying every benefit of emotional commitment from somebody without the commitment. It's wrong. I used to tell some of my female friends. I say, at your age, you can't be in a situation. You have been talking to somebody for two weeks, three weeks. Say, we have been talking, what's going on? lay it down on the table the problem is we too we enjoy the attention amen in the situation she break out now nah, that name is Jesus. amen was loud from the back see me after see if we follow god's pattern we will be fine the problem is just check statistics, we'll find out where all these things, open marriages, single parenting, all these things of flouting God, we'll find out where it always leads to. When the Bible speaks of submission, loving and submitting to one another in love and Bible speaks of the commitment in marriage and all those things, if two believers who love the Lord and walking in the light of the Lord get married, that relationship cannot but be beautiful. Are you listening to me, please? It cannot but be beautiful. So let me just explain this very quickly. I want to talk a little... I'm, I'm heading towards the end of teaching. We take questions, then we pray. How exactly do we define God's love? I'm going to explain it very simply. John... You guys have heard me explain this many times. I probably explain it many more times. John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes should not perish but have everlasting life. And I said it that the word so is huto. it means God in this manner, it means that this is how God expressed his love, in that he gave his son for us to die. Romans 5:8. God commended his love towards us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ did what? turn off these lights please because this light is distracting in that while we are yet sinners Christ died Jesus said scarcely we won't die for a righteous man but he said that God um, even for a good man some will Maybe look for this one even for a good man some will dare to die but but even while we are yet sinners he gave his life for us he said how do you show love but that you lay down your life for your friends and that's exactly what Jesus did the love on the cross is the ultimate expression, example and definition of what love is unconditional eternal and unchanging well say how is it on the stream, delight? unconditional eternal and what unchanging that's the definition of love just my Bible scripture, John three sixteen, Romans five eight, and John twelve or fourteen. That's the definition of God's love. You see, a lot we it. God's love is something to bask in. It's something to never forget. It's something to hold on to. God's love is not like the love of a man. God's love is love that is endless. God's love is. Is his love that made salvation even available? The Bible says that, um, he said Christ died for the ungodly, he justified the, un- the word ungodly is criminal. In that, why we're yet without strength, Christ died for us. While we were still in our seats, he gave himself for, our, for us. The love of God, we don't respond and know the love of God emotionally. Amen we don't know the love of God emotionally we know it by revelation if it is true that Jesus died because that's how God revealed his love if it is true that Jesus died on the cross then you never again should doubt God's love for you guys are you with me if it's true that guys you need to respond if it's true that Jesus died on the cross then you never again should doubt his love for you I said that many times that the death on the cross and um, the death on the cross is one event that has an eternal implication so if it is true that he died it is true that he loves you if you understand the love of God only um, when things are working when things are not working when things are working you say God loves me when things are not working you will say he does not love me and that's not how it is if he died, on the cross for you and rose again that's how he showed his love then you never again should be able to doubt whether he loves you or not God's love is not feelings, it is a fact say God's love is a fact come on I can't hear you, say God's love, is a fact. Oh God's love is a fact 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 in salvation in that love what did he do he forgave us our sins even before we were born I hope you know on the cross sins past present future was forgiven guys are you with me sins past present future was forgiven before the sin was done the sacrifice was available listen if you understand what christ did you will understand how to love people how a man relates to sin is how much of the gospel he understands when a brother is frail and a brother falls when you remember that even that sin he did is under the blood you will respond differently guys are you with me if you remember that this sin is under the blood you will respond differently because that very wrong that he did is under the blood. Jesus speaking, he caught the woman in adultery and they asked him, they said, what should they do to this woman? He just knelt down and said they right. And then he stood up. He said, let he that is without sin be the first to cast a stone. Can I tell you something? Many of us need to reevaluate and answer that question. Many of us are like the Pharisee that was praying with the publican. He came before jesus and then he said he said must he said lord you know i am not like that publican i fast twice a week i give my tithe i fast twice a week i give my tithe i do this i do that you you know me and many of us think of ourselves like that so when somebody sings you say lord you know me i sin but not as much as this other person there's a rubbish this self-righteousness that you can have even in grace that when a brother falls you don't see the brother through any other lens but through his sin guys am I talking but the publican came before Jesus and the bible says he would not even so much look up he looked down can I tell you why that is important can I tell you why that is important every time they came before the altar to pray all those things they came with a the sacrifice they came with worship so he would not even look up he looked at his sacrifice look at Jesus that's, I'm not saying you should look at I'm saying that's what you should do look at he's your sacrifice so you don't come before God like the public and looking up and trusting in your efforts like the Pharisee you come like the public and looking down on the sacrifice that was made for you Amen. Amen. So we can bask and say in him my sins are forgiven. I am the righteousness of God. Can you talk it for me? I'm the righteousness of God. In Christ Jesus. Child of God. Jesus. And we do that, but let me read a story to you. Turn your Bible, Matthew eighteen. Matthew eighteen. Then Peter came out, came to him, and said, "Lord, how oft shall my brother sin against me, and I forgive him?" seven times Jesus said unto him I say not unto thee until seven times but until seventy times seven then Jesus said the parable he said therefore is the kingdom of heaven likened unto a certain king which will take account of his servant and when he had begun to reckon one when he had begun to reckon one was brought unto him which owed him ten thousand talents how much? but for as much as he had he had not to pay his lord for as much as he had not to pay his lord commanded him to be sold and all his wife and children and all that they had and payments be made but the servant fell down and worshipped him saying lord have patience with me I will pay thee then the lord of the servants was moved with compassion and loosed him and forgave him his debt but the same servant went out and found one of his fellow servants which owed him a hundred pence a hundred what and he laid hands on him took him by the throat saying pay me what thou owest long story short he put him in prison look at verse 32 then his lord after after that he had called him, said unto him "All thou wicked servant I forgave you all your debt that thou desirest me I forgive all thee that, all that debt because thou desirest me should not thou also have compassion on your fellow servant even as I had pity on thee and his lord was wrath. And delivered him to tormentors that he should pay all that was due him. So likewise shall my heavenly Father do also unto them, if if ye from your heart forgive not everyone his brother their trespasses. Let me put it in context. According to today's valuation, ten thousand talents—that's what he owed his master—was three point four billion dollars. Not naira. Naira is no money. What he owed his master, ten thousand talents, was three point four billion dollars. Are you guys with me at all? And what his fellow servant owed him, which was a 100 denarii was five thousand eight hundred five thousand eight hundred dollars How many 5,800 can you find in 3.4 billion? Many of us might read this story and say, "Ah, we wrong now. You two are supposed to forgive." But are you are you the other servant? Are there many people that you bask in the fact that God has forgiven you much? But yet you say things like, I can forgive anything in this life, but if there was no but with God, there can not be one with you. If he forgave you freely, you must forgive freely. The greatest paradox is an unforgiving Christian. You have been forgiving much, you must forgive much. Guys, am I making sense? You have been forgiving much, you must forgive much. You must forgive much. And the finally, the child of God, what we do is ah, turn on the lights back. What we do is we live by revelation. Say we live by revelation. Ephesians 5:2. This is Paul speaking. He said. And walk in love as Christ also has loved us and had given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for what? So Paul is saying walk in love the same way Christ loved you. And he is saying that the expression of Christ's love for you was what? Sacrifice. John 3.16 Forgot so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in me should not perish but have what everlasting life. First John 3 16. Open it. First John 3 16. Yeah, yeah. First John 3 16. Are you there? Read like a mask, quiet rising KJV. One, two, go. His life for us, so we also what lay down our lives for the brethren, child of God, you love God, and the Bible speaking, he said, if you cannot, if you don't love man who you can see, how can you claim to love God who you do not see? If you don't love your brother, James says you are in darkness until now, and what James exactly was trying to say is you are not born again. The um the believer cannot walk in, cannot but walk in love. The believer cannot but be forgiven. Amen. Amen. The believer cannot but be forgiven. Listen, I used to say the spiritual growth is on learning death and learning life. But learning to live the life in Christ. Don't take all these canal, devilish, and satanic ideologies that say that um you meet the energy and then you surpass it. Don't do that. You don't repay evil for evil. And what does the Bible even say? We don't only love those who love us. Because what does Jesus say? Jesus said if you love those who love you, you are no different from the heathen. Jesus said bless those that curse you. And pray for those who despitefully use you. The believer's response to those who hate us is love. See, you are a child of God. And that's why I started with our hearts has been changed. You are not doing all these things because you can in your strength. You are doing it because an enablement has been given. Love somebody till they are afraid. Forgive somebody that they said, You want to kill me. I forgive you somebody like that before. Person offended me, person who sticks me. I said, no, It's fine. And the will say, Ah, do you want to kill me? I say yes. Because it's not human. To forgive like that is super natural. Somebody broke up with you. You didn't deserve it, but you don't hate them. Somebody hurt you. You didn't deserve it, but you don't hate them. I don't hate men. I walk in love towards everybody because my birth is supernatural. My living is the same. My conduct is supernatural. My response to those who hates me is what love my response to the brethren is what love the same way Christ forgave us in advance. I forgive everybody in advance. You see, now because the keyboard is playing and everything I'm saying, I'm like, oh, yes, I do. But when somebody offends you, that war is going on in your heart. I used to tell people, forgiveness, first of all, is a decision. Let your emotions catch up later. You tell yourself, I will forgive this person. And when you don't feel like it, you keep forgiving. Love is a decision first. Your feelings can catch up. So you hate me. I don't like the things you're saying, but I will love you nonetheless. Can I tell you something? Even on Twitter, I found out the greatest clapback is not even, they are not even clapbacks at all. When somebody said, blah, 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 you say, I let it from bio, I will never forget. Somebody attacked him and said, hey, you said, He just replied, how are you today? Or I think he said, have you eaten? (laughs) Something like that. We don't respond to the world the way the world expects us to respond. We are of another breed. We're in the world though, we are not of the world. Believer, you are here, you are you are you have heart against your parents, you love them nonetheless. And when I thought on crystal currency, the believer and money, um, a lady asked me, she explained how her father has been, her father has not been the best of dads. true. But she now said, do I still need to honor him material giving? Because I thought that. She said, Do I still need to honor him? I said, Yes, dear. You don't honor him because he did right or wrong but because he's your father and the bible says to honor respect and honor is given honor is given you give honor for your parents now your parents might not do the best but you better cut your parents on slack many of our parents are doing the best because this is the best that they know love fearfully because it's who you are you cannot hold grudges it's not your supernatural engineering you don't hold grudges you don't hold grudges you don't only love those who love you you love those who hate you and when people hurt and offend you you forgive them the brethren, the believer who is in sin Paul gives us a response he says restore such a one can I tell you something there is a way we can respond to believers in sin that they don't repent, they fall away they backslide. there's a way you can respond to a believer who has seen that the believer will be embarrassed to come to church (laughs) (laughs) the believer will be embarrassed to come to church you know that that one restoration is not the plan it's damaged and you know the funny thing when the person doesn't come to church anymore we now say you see we always knew it they never loved God sometimes just be there for people love, do you know the funny thing the unbeliever who refuses God God will love him till he goes to hell even in hell God still loves him he's the one that rejected God guys are you with me please because Jesus so you don't just rejoice in what Jesus has done live by revelation we see what he has done so we see what we do he forgave us freely the bible says in Ephesians it says, forgive even as Christ forgave her heart what? forgiving you so the way he has forgiven us is the way we forgive others also let me see this that Ephesians 5 let me bring something out of there we live by revelation we see what he has done and we do the same child of God make up your mind that you are not going to live like the world remember if God is the one that made life it is wisdom to live life the way he determined and designed that life to be lived many, somebody said unforgiveness is like taking poison and hoping another person to die or another person also said unforgiveness is like going to a prison to release someone only to find out that you are, it's you that has been in prison all along many of it's not strange. I, I have no doubt. It's not even a word of knowledge. There are at least more than 10 people in this room that have been abused. Male and female. That abuse thing is scary. It's, I will be a very paranoid parent. If you are not Jesus, I cannot trust you too much. I will be a very paranoid parent. Because that abuse thing is gender loss. Everybody knows at least three people that have been abused everybody does and more most likely the people that don't know somebody else knows somebody they know has been abused but they don't know but I said all that for this purpose if you meet someone who has been um, a those of us who probably have been abused many times we hold on to the heart forgive your abuser yes they did wrong but you are not forgiving them for their sake you are forgiving them for Christ's sake in the Christian life we don't live for him because we don't live for him um, for the purposes of or we don't live for him for ourselves in many other faiths when you deny yourself. It's because you want to attain a state of enlightenment. That's the new age Eastern religions like Nirvana and all those things. But when we deny ourselves, it's for his sake. He's our greatest delight. So because of him, we give up and give in to anything that concerns him. So even if it's forgiveness, we are not forgiving people that hurt us because they deserve it. It's because in our forgiveness, we owe 10,000 talents and they owe us ten. Hundred dinari, and we forgive them, because God is good like that. So we express His goodness the same way. I hope you know many of the people that Jesus expressed healings to; they were not even following Him. Praise Jesus. Now I just zeroed in on love work, but I expanded it a little bit. If you are dealing with a contradiction, yeah, habits, false frailties, all those things. You know even if everything we had said about past relationships cheating all those things if you have done you get better if you are doing it stop it today you are born of God If you are if you are what is that term? if you are shacking, leave the house Shacking is cohabiting you are living with someone you're not married but you are dating leave the house. If you are having sex, stop, stop, amen. amen, 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 stop being a child of God that the word of God cannot entreat areas of your life. Allow the word of God, touch it and repent, don't be the person that will are me, I was singing, I gave myself away and you lift your hands but there are areas of, you know, when the Lord is reaching there, you say, Father, you have gone this far, you will go no further. You say, touch everywhere, but you see this relationship, Max. Maybe there's somebody that's dating Max. You say, touch everything, touch my money, but you see Maxwell. Lord Maxwell is not to be touched. That's why I used to see, like I said, date um, parenting in the next 10-20 years will be significantly harder. Don't date somebody that will not understand or does not mind your children going to church and learning the word. And you are praying in tongues and the person is like pray for us. I know. No. No. Don't do that. Amen. 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 The contradictions you need to shed, shed them now shed unforgiveness, sexual contradictions maybe pornography all them them like i said anyways i said many of us contrad- there is something that we all surprise it's called the flesh it has different manifestations for some people it's lying stealing but for some people that attraction to the same sex is not like they want it but the same way you are struggling upon, is is the same way they are fighting it Your two of you struggle is different. But don't undermine their struggle because yours is not theirs. Don't do that. Our disposition towards the believer in contradiction is nothing but love. Amen. Have you been blessed? Have you been blessed? Alright, so let me just take some questions that we had, then we go into prayers. Where's the mic? Just... Um, release like two mics then that lady, okay, she wants, when she comes back she'll ask a question hi, hello are you leaving we're waiting for you to take your question alright no, you can go and come back if you have a question, raise your hand, let me see wait, hold on, one, two, three who else four five, don't raise your hand again no one, two, three, four, five. Then she'll be the sixth person. Um, can I can I have a chair? Don't worry, just sit. I'll sit here. But people online, if I sit, can they see me? I think so. Just move the camera. All right, all right. Ask with the mic so they can hear you. Sit.
2: Um, how do you forgive someone who is still doing what you want to forgive them about? Uh, uh,
0: you talk to them. You know, you know the truth. The truth is, many times we are hot about what people do, but we never talk about it. Many of us actually have a fear of confrontation. And it's bad. It will cheat you of a lot. It will have you living in bitterness. You are angry about something, but you don't want to talk about it. Your friend offends does He calls you a name you don't like, but you just lock up. And then your friend will say, ah, What's going on? You don't talk to me. He said, I've been very busy. But you know, you are upset talk about it. See, re- that's how resentment grows. Even in relationships, they, see, ladies, let me tell you, stop that ridiculousness. It's everything okay. I'm fine. If I'm not fine, talk. Stop that. I'm fine. Then in the says, okay, you're not saying you are even walking away. You say you are fine. See, don't, don't do that. That's how resentment grows. They ask you, how are you? What's going on? I'm fine. What is going on? i'm fine you keep i fine i'm fine until one day you don't need to drop copier he drops copier you say i'm not doing this relationship again and he says is it because of cop but he does not know there's a backlog of unforgiveness that's been going on see we laugh about all these things but these things will follow you know many of us we avoid trauma it does not mean we've dealt with it we avoid the traumas we have and then we are shocked when it shows up when we are married Are you listening to me? There are people who are sexually pure. There are people who have not had the opportunity. Are you, are you aware they are not the same? They are not disabled. If you don't know why the believer does not have sex, when you have opportunity, you will realize that there's a reason you were actually not having sex and it was not Jesus. It was just lack of opportunity. Amen. So, it's all these things, and that's why I'm concerned sometimes so when I find somebody you've been, you've not, you been, you've been in four relationships in the last two years. Maybe there is a pattern that needs to be seen. If you are in toxic relationship after toxic relationship, maybe there is a pattern. That, see, I'm, I'm one of those people that really believe that believers. I really believe that there are a lot of believers who need to see a therapist. A lot of, Niger, a lot of Nigerians up in my mind that twice every year, I and my wife are going to sit down in front of a marriage counselor. Or at least once a year. Whether we are fighting or not, we will sit down and talk. And we don't know how important these things are. I hope you know if you are dating, raise your hand. Raise it high. Raise it high. I want to quickly do a statistic. Okay, cool. Only guy you are engaged. You are not dating. Drop your hand but don't worry it's fine if your relationship has lasted this long because you know there's an older couple that has helped you raise your hand raise it now raise it right the reason for that is because every two human beings are coming together to date so there will be a problem there will definitely be problems but you'll be looking out for those that didn't raise it anyways (laughs) it's I'm trying to help you help. Be um, is because there's somebody. So two people are gone. No matter how much of the love you are, if you guys are not fine, if you guys don't have something you need to iron out, Jackie, the person is not your clue. You must have something to iron out, and it's because there's somebody that has been there to help. So many times when you find somebody that they are in toxic relationship but you find an unhealthy pattern with somebody's relationship life is because something has been off and you need to talk to them about it and maybe they need to see a therapist and see what's wrong some of us have fear of commitment that's why we're not dating somebody fear of commitment at the back of your mind they will break up with me they will end things i will be ashamed that's what is at the back of you You need a therapist you need to sit down with somebody and they will help you walk through your everything please the Lord I said just makes sense so please walk on your love work. because the truth is an unforgiving person will be an unforgiving wife or husband and to live with somebody for the rest of your life you will need to forgive a lot, you need to apologize when they are wrong, guys. Are you with me, guys? Are you with me? Many of us just like you know, we hold hands together and then we snap picture. A friend of mine, she had an amazing relationship, she called me and she said, She said, PN, I'm tired. I said, What happened? She told me the relationship. I said, Let's See, she said, I don't know. I told her, See, my dear, you have to talk about it come commun- you must talk vulnerable physical vulnerability is not is emotional vulnerability is the real ghetto well like i said i don't feel qualified to talk about relationships so. um, what was your question again i just went else. how do you forgive someone else well talk to them about it but if they are still doing the same thing avoid them and you cannot avoid them See, just walk in love towards them. That's walk in love. But and when I say walk in love, you are walking in love towards them, not because of what they have done, not not because of they are repenting, but because of what Jesus has done. But like I said, um, for example, if for example now if you are dating somebody who cheats on you consistently, that one you walk in love, but then you have to break up. The person has no regard for you. Do you understand what I'm saying? You have to break up. But, um, for cases like that, for example, maybe you have a father who is irresponsible or something like that. He's still your father. You cannot but walk in love towards him. But just avoid all the drama. That's just it. Do you, do you really understand what I said? It's difficult, but, and there are many situations like that. But remember, you walking in love towards them is not because of them. It's because of your consecration to the Lord. Someone else had a question. We're five. Okay. Uh Sit, sit. Ask. Thank you very much. Thank you, too. I just said I don't feel qualified. (laughs) Go on.
2: Something like that, but this one um to relationships. Okay, so I wrote it down. In the relationship that is on the verge of breaking, and abuse isn't the cause for this. Um breakup. Is it possible to work things out with the person by just talking to the person?
0: Abuse is not the cause. Yes, it's on the verge of breakup. Yes. Talk to somebody, get a counselor, get somebody older and experienced.
2: Nice. Okay, if that is possible, um, okay, so if this, um, the first case is um abuse, so the second question is that are there reasons, are there other reasons or other valid reasons for breakup aside, um, abuse? abuse?
0: Yes, see, there are many there are valid reasons. There are some people who don't just walk, they don't just jail, they are there are people who don't just there are many reasons okay let me give you one and that's number one number two is god's plan somebody says i feel to leave nigeria somebody says the lord wants me to be in nigeria how do you want to do it long distance
3: marriage
2: um, I, for, I forgot to say like yes. everything they are both um they are both lovers of god and yes those, those they are, are going the to remain in there
0: those are the same context i'm saying one is saying the lord is me out of nigeria one is saying the lord is telling me to stay in nigeria you can't be married Right? Um, and this is the thing you know this statement any two believers can get married how many of us have heard it before why are you guys dulling me now how many of us have heard it before raise your hand any two believers can get married it's true only in an ideal world it's true only in an ideal world if every believer is supposed to be at their level of spiritual growth any two believers should be able to get married but the truth is people are at various levels of growth. And many other things. And there are some cases where you can't just. Right? Um, there's that. Anyways, back to your question. But um, back to your question. Your question is, is there any other valid reasons for precaution? Yes, there are many. You know, some people it just gets to a point where, you know, maybe um, differences in plants, there are things they cannot compromise on. One wants to have children, the other one does not want to have. You know. Uh, things that are non-negotiables, maybe life plans, God's plan, all those things, right? They're they're they are valid reasons. Honestly, see, just remember in relationships, breaking up is always an option. It's always an option. But when it comes to marriage, you focus on it for the rest of your life. And that's the thing: if you don't teach yourself to be content dating one person, you'll get STD. We get married,
2: uh, far anyhow. Another, person, yes, yes, darling. Um, okay, thank you, sir. Yeah, so I actually have two questions. Okay. okay, so the first question is about forgiveness, yes, and it's now not on our side, now it's more of God's side. Okay, so the Bible says that everything can be forgiven except blasphemy against the Holy Spirit.
0: Okay, go on, go on, go on. No. Go on, go on, go on, go. On, okay, go on. sir.
2: The reason why I'm asking that question now, for for example, now you have an unbeliever that my
0: is slanted. Let him face me face the camera. Go on.
2: An unbeliever that um, did not believe in the Holy Spirit and maybe spoke against the Holy Spirit and stuff. So how do you like see about their forgiveness?
0: Blasphemy against the Holy Ghost is not just speaking against the Holy Ghost. Let's look at the context blasphemy against the Holy Ghost. They knew that what Jesus did was by the Spirit of God. They knew he casted out devils by the finger of God, but they attributed it to the devil. They attributed that miracle to the devil. So it was not just that they attributed it to the devil. They willfully denied that it was God. Basically, what is that called? Unbelief. They rejected the work of, of God, knowing it was the work of God as the work of the devil a lot of people are afraid that they've done blasphemy against the Holy Ghost, listen if you are afraid you've committed blasphemy against the Holy Ghost chances are you are not so um, blasphemy against the Holy Ghost simply is unbelief and the reason why it cannot be forgiven is because if you reject the gospel there remain no more sacrifice for that sin because you have, like Hebrews 10 says, because you have rejected the message by which you should be saved and God is so loving to force you into heaven against your will Do you understand? So if you reject the gospel, God cannot forgive. So also, if you want to love somebody and the person rejects your love, your love is still constant, but the person has rejected it. You cannot force love on the person. Have I answered your question? Next question.
2: Okay, thank you very much, sir. Okay, The second question now is concerning our love work with God. Okay, so let's assume somebody that loves God so much, and then the person has in his mind to do so many things for God out of zeal. Yes. So, how do you separate or dis- and distinguish between zeal and an instruction? So you won't go deep into making a mistake that not sometimes zeal
0: is the way God leads. The Bible is speaking clearly. He said, He that desires the office of a bishop. When Paul was writing to Timothy and writing to Titus, and he was talking about the qualifications of elders, none of the qualifications was he must be called by God, no husband of all wife. That brings me to something. Listen if you are a child of God, be in the eyes of God, family comes before ministry. That's if you are married, because you can choose not, it's not by force to be married. Are we aware? It's not by force. You can be unmarried and fulfill purpose, fulfill your assignment. It's not by force. See where they look here is not by force okay so paul even said he must be a husband of one wife if he cannot manage his home how will he manage the house of god because he that is married um, he that is unmarried focuses on the things of god but he that is married must focus on his wife so his attention is divided. That's why you know I, I was watching a, a, a minister, and he said, you know, for three months now I've been away from home, traveling the world. I say, ah, 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 ah al- No, now God does not understand that. So your family, if you are, ma- I used to say ridiculous things like, if I'm preaching and my wife is in labor, I, I will finish the message. It's not true. It's not now. The whole world can burn. The whole world can burn. My family comes first. My family comes first. The whole world can burn. So, the truth of the matter still remains that um, Paul even said Paul said that he, the qualifications of this world he must be the husband of one wife. He must be able to see what his family. He must not be a striker. He must not be a brawler. He must be hospitable. He must be this, this, that, and that. The reason for all those things is there is character before ordination. Are you with me? Because ordination is... In fact, before a man is ordained, Paul spoke, he said, what is his testimony before unbelievers? What is his testimony before unbelievers? So that the name of God will not be blasphemed. He even said, don't ordain a novice, so that he will not be lifted with pride and Satan will destroy him. So, part of the reasons for ordination was not first... um, saw a burning bush was character. So you can desire the things of God, and desire is the way God leads. But can I tell you something as well? Those desires are refined in prayer. As you engage God's word, as you engage prayer, sometimes the desires can die. A lot of people don't know. I used to rap very well. Very well. Actually. But I recorded a single fantastic song. But as I loved the Lord, as I started growing, I lost interest. I just lost interest. Ministry was just growing in my heart. I lost it. I've not seen Jesus. Have I? I don't know. Shall Jesus. Wait, have I? Are they to no, I have not. I've not seen Jesus the way. Let I me. Mean, I've not seen Jesus the way people describe Jesus. He didn't walk into my room and say, "My son, my son, my son, my son, arise." You know, no. But desire is the way the Lord leads. So, if the Lord is leading you to do something, torch those desires, fan them in prayer. If they grow, it's most likely the Lord. If they die, or if there's a check in your spirit. Go and listen to um, the supernatural class Tandem. Tandem. He checked the podcast Anchor or any podcast that was set for Nelson Hill Ministries or on YouTube. Um, Nelson Hill look for the video Tandem. But listen to the audio messages better. Or even on Telegram channel Tandem. T A N D E M. Um, Tandem. Tandem. Um, I, I explained that. So, yeah. A lot of people talk like ambition is a, but ambition is not a cost. You can be, you should be ambitious for a righteous cause. So, if the Lord has put that ambition in your Mm -hmm. heart, find it, run with it. Have I answered the question? All right. Um, Another, we had... You I said five. Now, you are raising your hand. Who else? One. How many people have asked so far? One. Wait now. How many people have asked so far? Raise your hand if you've asked already. As in, with this one, two, three. Okay. Um, There was one more person. Chiamaka, right? Was it not you? No, no. There was somebody that wanted that I counted for five. I counted five people. Yes, her, her. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Give her the mic. You ask your last question. That's the other one you had. No, ask. Let her ask. Let her ask. Let her ask. Yes.
2: So thank you very much. Just she you ask. Um. So my question is, what do you do when someone you used to be close to, like, she probably was against some kind of ideologies that her her sister practiced. Mm -hmm. And like she didn't want to walk in that step and we were so close before. But then she's probably into it now or she's already there. And when you find out, you are out about it, but you don't know what to do because people have already said that she would even be worse than her sister and you believed that, okay, she'll probably be different. That
0: person is confusing me. She said, they said, and you even asked, confusing me. Please.
2: Okay, let me put this straight. Um, What's your question? My question is, what do you do? Like, do you do you still love the way you loved before? In fact, that, like, she already...
0: Let me tell you something. Many times, being a believer, your life judges on believers. Being a believer and being in a place, they... Because your values are different. It's really difficult. See, I really question if you're a believer and your best friend is a non-believer. Because what exactly are your values? What conversations do you have? How come your relationship is that deep? Do you understand what I'm saying? I used to feel bad about it. and I used Maybe a long time ago I used to be obnoxious. But now I can't be obnoxious about it. I'm not obnoxious about it. However, most of the conversations I have are around God. And I'm really excited about it. I can't have that with an unbeliever. Because God is the focus of my life. So I can't have that with an unbeliever. So, how come she's my best or he's my best friend? Our values will be a wall The things that excite me, what exactly deepens friendships is communication. So, when our deepest conversations are not really, then there's a problem. So, what to do? Really, just pray for the person. Let me tell you something, don't force relationships. However, don't be lazy about relationships. Many of us are only guys, are you with me? Many of us are only intentional about our romantic relationships. We're not intentional about our friendships. You see, I don't really, I don't really check up on you, but you know I love you. It doesn't work like that. You know you are in my heart. Show it. Check up on your friends. You know that the relationships you have, your friends that you have till now, is because you guys keep in touch. It's not because they're just in your heart. It's because you keep in touch. Guys, are you with me? Yes, sir. So do that. But if relationships are straight, pray for them. Love them. You know, and basically that's it. All right. Um, yes, your last, your last question.
2: Okay, so with the whole situation thing, that needs to be defined, the whole conversation that was going on, So she asked my cousin a question, and she's like, does the Bible, where in the Bible does it even have rules that, you know, it says talking stage? You know how if you hear, if you hear anything on relationship, you always hear the talking stage, this stage and that stage. And my cousin asked me, I told her that, just reply her that. Because I genuinely haven't specifically seen where the Bible says talking stage. But i know that is she in school she in school is she in, is she in university no, did
0: she go to university yes where did the bible say she should go <laughs> where say she should go? does she wear gowns does she wear gowns you don't know her ask if she wears gowns where does the bible say she should wear gowns talks about courtship. The Bible talks about relationship. The Bible talks about marriage. It's common sense. This is the thing. When we say the Bible is the answer for all things, it has a context. The Bible is the answer for all things. Salvation. And then the Bible now teaches you how to relate with other aspects of your life. The Bible is not a detailed description of everything that is in heaven and on earth. No. Calm down. So, the Bible at least the Bible tells us to seek wisdom. It's wisdom to have a conversation with the person you are intending to date. Then it's wisdom to date the person. Then it's also wisdom to get married. Like after you date for a while. And a while does not mean seven years. Get married. So, yeah. Let me have a. The lady. Give them now. You won't carry my new house.
3: Okay. Hello. Thank you. Um, What's your name? Ore. Okay, so my question is regarding forgiveness, but it's on the other end. Um, I'm to- uh, like I'm talking about. Okay, no, no, no. Okay. Like instead of you forgiving people, is you forgiving yourself for like actions committed to people? Yeah. Like how do you accept forgiveness mm-hmm. for your own self? Let me tell
0: you. When you don't forgive yourself, you know that's pride. <laughs> Guys, do you know?
3: No, I mean like in the context of. I put this in the context of dealing with like shame and guilt. That's what I said. It's so pride. pride. It's pride. It's <laughs> pride. So you
0: say with all with who I am, I still did this. I still did this after all the investment of. Yeah, calm down. Calm down. You are still a man. You you should feel bad when you do wrong as a child of God. But then you say I'm forgiven. This is wrong. The Bible says when your heart condemns you, God is greater than your heart which condemns Don't forget that. If your heart condemns you, God is what? Greater than your heart which condemns. So don't throw that away. God loves you. God is love. God is greater than your heart which condemns you. If you do wrong, you say what I did was very wrong. I feel bad. You could feel bad very well, but don't wallow in in fact, can I tell you the truth? When you are in guilt, you are more likely to do it again. Guilt has never helped anybody get stronger. So yeah. If Jesus has forgiven you, but you refuse to forgive yourself, who, are you listening to me already? If Jesus has forgiven you, but you refuse to forgive yourself, who is greater? That now becomes the question. Alright. Let me see who the question. Take you Who else? Raise your hand high. That will take your question. Do you have one? Do you genuinely have one? Raise your hand. Let me see. Fast, fast. Okay, so one, two, three, four, and five. Your question is, I was blind, now I see. Okay? 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 Okay. Mm -hmm. I was blind, now I see. Quick, let's go.
2: My question is... Give
0: give her another mic so that as soon as I'm done answering her she can answer quick 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 so my that- question is
2: to you about forgiveness Yes. you said um, if someone offends you you need to talk about it mm-hmm. I'm also someone that likes talking about things yes. when someone has drugged me but if you keep talking about it every time not the same thing maybe the person does different things to you and yes. you talk about it every time don't you think the person um, will think you have issue or something
0: then again another thing now though, when you talk about it how do you talk about it you know, a lot of us, when we want to talk about something in our relationship, maybe I'm guilty of it sometimes. You say this like, um we need to talk. Calm down. You say, we need to talk. Oh yeah, let's talk. I'm busy now. We'll talk later. Ah. Right? So, sometimes you could just stomach it or have a call or just say, this is what I think. This is what has been on my heart. Express it. And if the person thinks you have a problem, then the person is, the person is making you feel guilty and not seeing their own problem. They are gaslighting you. They are not seeing their own problem. So don't let anybody make you feel, this is the truth, you teach people how you want to be treated. So when somebody calls you a name you don't like, say, I don't like that. If they do it again, say, I don't like that. And they say, they do it all the time, you say, I told you before that I don't like that. Then I say, they know they follow you. You say, don't play with me like that. I don't like it. Do
2: the thought and give them space, they obviously don't respect you, right? All right. Okay, sir. Um, okay, ma'am. <laughs> okay. Um, we, um, you said that, um, we, that my... in marriage, from God's perspective, there's not meant to be divorce, you're meant to stay together. But in a marriage where there has been cheating and maybe um, emotional abuse, does it make you what does emotional abuse mean? Um, um, gaslighting, um, psychological trauma. Like this, the husband or the wife has been doing a lot of things that. Okay, so does it make you less of a child of God or, more, or less of a spirit filled person when you want that couple to get a divorce, knowing that God is against divorce?
0: I, well, see, I think all these conversations happen because they believe Date a believer. And all they say date somebody who can be by God's word. Date somebody you can report to somebody. Ladies, please, I'm begging you by the sure message of David. Please date somebody you can that has somebody that you can report him to. When he says, "I no," I wanted to say it like this, but some people will read that me. He said, "I fear no man. Be afraid of him. Be afraid of him." You cannot report it to his pastor. You say I report to the pastor He say, damn it. Ah. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. For your security, have date somebody that has shh. Can those ladies come in? For your security, date somebody that has structures to his life. Don't date somebody that does not care. please because if he beats you nobody can talk to him if he does wrong which he will because he's human nobody will talk to him listen I'm not saying that your love walk will just skyrocket after this meeting what I'm saying is you will grow in it are you listening to me just like you grow in spiritual spirituality you grow in prayer you grow in favor you, your love walk you grow don't just um, do that with somebody and say I don't care uh, you know, he's a man's man. He fears nobody. It's a problem. But about that question, see, I will just answer what the Bible says. Truly, divorce is not God's plan. Once you get married, you are one before God. The only excuse I really have for divorce is physical abuse. But in the case of cheating, huh, before the person gives you an STD, an STD you really affect women more than men. Because there's a way that you can be so strong it will affect your your fertility right because i i I have a friend who works an ngo that, that does std so she's married she spoke of men that have given their wives hiv hiv they brought from outside that's evil right and i really can't give a black or white answer what i'll just say is they should seek counsel christian counsel Older Christian counselor, balanced Christian counselor. I'm, i in cases like that that has to do with Jesus. I'm not worried for the, the if it's the man cheating, I'm worried for the woman's health. What if she gets an STI or an STD that is life threatening? And then emotional abuse. Nobody, nobody deserves to feel like the person dating you is doing you a favor, or the person you are married to is doing you a favor. Everybody deserves love your water and attacks on it. I prophesy. You are in a relationship that is a mistake. Let it end. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> he needs to ask, ask.
4: <laughs> so
0: the way you are going, ask. <laughs> like the are
4: yeah. <laughs> I kind of not, and I didn't want to. I didn't want to ask you, but I think you will. So my first question is: I know it takes some form of maturity to manage. So as a male believer to disciple female believers.
0: (laughs) Go on, go on, go on.
4: My question is: How do you manage feelings when? Um, so. When obviously, as a believer, your love work, and you are just trying to help someone, but you find out that this person has started catching feelings, catching feelings, and is that you know that's the first question. Let me answer it. See, okay. if
0: see, the person take it from someone who has made some mistakes, the first thing to do is avoid terms of DNA. No, dear baby, boom, my love, avoid it.
1: Especially that, especially that love.
0: <laughs> because <laughs> I don't know. The thing is, uh, when you are in a position of honor, there's a way admiration can flow, and then because admiration flows, um, feelings can now flow, and it can get physical. It can. So my advice is this, child of God, Um, avoid terms of endearment. Define every relationship. Don't call her at 11 p.m. Check on her prayer life. You know, don't say the Lord began to speak to me. I I felt I felt to share with a burden with a friend, and I just that's why I'm calling you by 12:30. Allah asleep? Are you in which? Right. So avoid terms of endearment. Avoid temporary endearment. Avoid avoid some conversations. Don't bring up things except they bring it to you. Sometimes. Most times. Most times. Except you really trust the person that you're discipling. You know. Things like that, man of God. I had a girl I used to disciple that said I led her on. I profess They are laughing because they know the person said i led her on i texted her last year and i said i said i apologize for anything i might have done wrong i said now i'm not i'm not sending you this message because of i'm sending this message for peace over rightness over rightness i said maybe for things that i could have done better if i apologize and stuff like that now the lady said i led her on i was doing this and what was i doing I said and did you know I had this mindset that anybody I disciple I wanted to be friends with the person. I wanted people I like disciple to be able to talk to me about anything and feel safe. So I was asking, so we we'll just talk, talk, talk. And I'm gonna say, said, so how are you doing? now who is checking and talk to me? Jesus, Jesus. how many of you have asked that question? I said, Who is checking Jesus, Jesus? And then she took that. Somehow she now came and said, I let her on, I did this. I did when she was saying it, I was confused. I say, me, let you on. And she knew I was interested in someone at that time. So, till today, it's a mystery to me. So, so, but the thing is, many times it has nothing to do with uh, whether you did right or you did wrong. Just put as much guards around your life that if the person comes and says, they let me on, they'll say, he, you, how? you understand what I'm saying? Just, the best way for self-control is never to put your position in a, in a place to exhibit it. Right? So also with emotions and all those things. Ah, please. No. Once emotions start to enter. I don't know. It could lead
4: to some form of like hatred. Because I'm can. talking from an so experience. So if she
0: catches feelings or if you notice she's catching feelings. So I have a a man of God I honor. He was telling me that there's there's this girl that she used to jump on him and hug him. And one day she told her, he told her, sit down. He said, I don't like this thing. He said, I'm not comfortable with it. For her, she might not be doing anything wrong. That's the funny thing. Um, so, uh, but what I think Christian guys can do better, stop leading girls on. Can I tell you what it is? It's not a mistake, it's emotionally maturity.
4: But, sir, uh, you know, I just asked you along that line with the last question because it goes both ways. When they say, So, I believe a Christian guy should be kind, you know, you should that's him. what I'm
0: asking for, guys. i have not answer for the lady. Okay. No, be kind, and that's our problem. It's because we are always kind. We are we always. Lead. See, the same reason I said it in the background, you were there. Yes, the sir. same reason we lead Dave Zone is the same reason we enter brother's Zone. We are too nice. Now this
4: question might sound funny, but how do you advise that brothers move from brother zone to the
0: uh, Michael what I'm
4: saying? Is, I, for to,
0: Mikey, wait, wait. What I'm saying is this the same reason we enter friend zone is the same reason we lead sisters on. We are too nice. If you don't have a plan, how free? How much time do you have on your hands that you are always checking up on her?
1: Mm. So I think we should
4: define it from the beginning that you know what Wait. This is the
0: one that's a boss mind. You are dating somebody. Mm-hmm. It means that that person takes a chunk of your time. And then you are checking up on another person. How big you're not busy? Oh, oh Nisha?
4: Probably jobless. Yeah.
0: So you are dating somebody, you're not telling the other person, hey, you are funny. he's not funny. It's not funny, get busy. Do you understand? And like we said, that's emotional cheating. That's emotional cheating. See, I'm a man of God. There are times when I'm preaching and I, I, I see one. Well, I ah, say ah, this baby enter my eye. Because of that, I will not talk to her. It's to put a wall around myself. Because what is in my vein is not anointing oil. It's blood. And every time I always say this, God made man and woman to be together. See, I can't say this, but if you've made mistakes before, that's maybe you've been sexual with somebody, you think you're not dating, whether you when you were dating or when you were not dating. You realize that you can sleep with somebody or make out with somebody that you are not dating. You don't really, you are not sharing feelings for, but there was just attraction. And it's after it happened, your eye now open. That happened. So because God made man and, woman, man and woman to be together, any man can be with any woman. Don't overestimate yourself. Don't put yourself in trouble. You say we will sleep on the same bed she'll be on this side, I'll be on this side, we're not dating nothing's happening, we just both love try no triangle so for me, like I said, the Christian brothers part, were too nice stop being too nice and I'm not saying be mean, I'm just saying be assertive, do you want if you want, chase it, if you don't want move on, if in the talking stage, you realize that ah, something is moving on, take space see, don't just be responsible with your emotions, don't be a child that's what I'm saying one very key characteristic of a child is in decisiveness. Don't be a child. If you like the bed, talk to her. If you don't like her, move on. Don't now be saying, Ah, I wish I met you before I met my girlfriend. Stop that. If you have a girlfriend, be committed to her. Because they said, write something, the scammer will say, I wish I met you before I met my wife.
4: Childish, is he responsible? Is he responsible?
0: Uh, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Larry, I think you had a question. You're the last person now. Ask them. She asked them. We pray. Okay.
2: So, how do you help your friend that um, has decided that an unbeliever is someone that, that he loves so much after God?
0: Prayer. Okay. Prayer. <laughs> talking to them, pray, keep talking to them, pray, keep talking to them. You say Daya. Shataya. Pray. 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 Keep praying for them. Say angels of misfortune. Enter that. Yeah.
3: All right. uh, Hello. Um okay I had it. Thank you. So I was having a conversation with my friend some time ago and It was around correcting people when you feel like they are not doing the right things. And I was trying to explain that love, because of course if you are correcting somebody, it's from a place of love, and then you can get to a stage where the person feels like, or starts being defensive, or hating you for that. So I was trying to explain that I don't think love always works, and he says it's not true. Love always works. So, do Do you you think?
0: Do you mean sometimes it must be tough love? Is that what you mean?
3: No. When you say sometimes
0: love doesn't always work, what do you mean?
3: I mean, you can love somebody and the person doesn't like respond. I don't understand. Okay. Like, for instance, I'm talking about correcting somebody now. Yeah. I might be trying to correct you, but you start responding in a negative way.
0: Yes, I got that. But what do you mean by love doesn't always work?
3: So, in that case, I feel like love did not work. So, do you think love always works? What do you does mean? love
0: I... do you mean by if the person does not respond to the correction, then love does not always work? Yes, if the person does not respond to the correction, then love does not always work. No, now that's that's not what it is. How many times has God corrected you till you listened? Did he love you any less? No, the thing is, love, love believes the best of people. Mm. Are you listening? love believes the best of people, so you keep correcting them, you keep believing the best of them, you keep praying for them, you keep trusting God for them, and then you stay stay on it, you pray for them. The thing is, you give space for people to grow. Philippians 2, 2, Paul tells us that we should be of the same mind in love. You give space for people to grow. When you see people's weaknesses, don't just assume that that's how they will be forever and nothing can come out of your life. Give space for people to grow so um, like I said love believes the best of people so love is not just you correct somebody and they don't listen. love is patient and while you also say that you know you corrected them they did not listen, you need to now ask questions how did you correct them right, there is a point to communication, when I say talk about things in your relationship, this is what I mean Sometimes, if I say talk about things, sometimes there's a way we talk about things, and then the other person is defensive, and in the relationship, we forget that we are fighting, we are fighting for the same team, but not scoring against each other, so we're trying to resolve, it's us against the issue, not me against you, right, there's that, and then there are actually some things that you don't talk about, you just, you just let it slide, sometimes, if it's not really major. But yes, you talk about people. And don't just say love. Love is not sometimes always, my dear. sometimes, I believe that you tell the person, this thing you are doing, it will lead you into trouble. And you will know that I have warned you. That's love too. But tough love is not the answer for everything. Are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? Yes, sir. Tough love is not the answer for everything, but it's needed. The thing is, you just need to know context. I've answered your question.
3: Yes, thank you. I have another question, sorry. Final one, please. Yes. So, um, I had a friend, and we didn't have such a good relationship, but we were pretty close. And so, because the relationship, the friendship started going sideways, we decided to let it go. <laughs> and then, one day, I had, sorry, a few weeks ago, I had a dream. I normally dream, like I'm a dreamer And then I had a dream that God was telling me I needed to be in a friendship with this person. So in that kind of situation, how does it work? Because she had, for me, it was quite a toxic friendship because of her, from her end.
0: It's possible she might have grown. It's possible she might have grown. Um, and just just trust if the Lord said it trust the Lord to orchestrate it talk to God more let him give you plans do you understand okay. Do you understand Yes talk to God more
3: uh, let him
0: birth you. things for you all right everybody have you been blessed yes, sir. Right, guys talk to me now have you been blessed yes, sir. Praise God all right let's rise to our feet let's pray God's word. We now see we
4: have It's a mandate that seeks to see men say- that's sent. For more ministry content, visit us at c.me forward slash nelsonbejagwa. And for contact details, follow on Instagram
1: at nelsonbejagwa. God bless you.